Joining us for what's playing itself out on the market scene is Richard Court from Argon Asset Management. Richard, thank you for your time this afternoon and hello to you. Hello to you too. All right, Richard, it's been quite a week. Uh, I'm keen to get your thoughts on just what, uh, you know, has driven market sentiments this week and how markets are looking ahead to uh, that U.S. jobs data out later today. Yes, it has been quite a week. Uh, there's been a lot of focus on uh, the U.S. bond market in particular. Um, everyone keeping a very close eye on the um, U.S. Treasury tenure. Um, just uh, and especially with the jobs reports coming out, uh, everyone's trying to second guess the the next action from the Federal Reserve, trying to determine um, whether there's going to be any more rates uh, hikes coming, or whether it's just going to stay stable for a bit, or even if there might be a, a cut coming or not. Uh, I don't think so, but uh, but that's what everyone seems to be focusing on at the moment. I'm keen to get your thoughts on that, you know, Richard. In my mind, uh, it sounds like the Fed has been very clear uh, about where we are and where we're going to be in terms of interest rates. But market participants are constantly looking for clues. What are we trying to hear from the U.S. Fed uh, that Jerome Powell and his team have not reiterated over and over again? Yes, I think it is a case of, I think the market is coming to the realization over the last few weeks that uh, interest rates are going to stay at this level for longer than maybe they expected, and hence why the bond yields were, were rising. Remember, the, the price of the inverse of the of the yields, as the yields rise, the price is actually falling. Um, so I think that's what we've seen over the last little while, and I think that's why there's so much focus on the jobs report that's coming out later today. Um, I think the Fed has been quite clear what its mandate is, that it has a dual mandate in terms of full employment and also price stability. Um, and with inflation in the U.S. coming down, not quite to their target range of, of, two, of their target of, of 2%, um, but with employment still where it's been, um, which has been quite strong, um, there, there hasn't been... Um, uh, a, a, well, not a need, but the expectation that the Fed would be uh, would be cutting rates. But if the if the news out of the jobs report is poor, then maybe people will start to assume that the, that rate cuts could be nearer than expected. Can you also get your thoughts uh, on the issue of uh, oil this week? It's been uh, quite a tumultuous one for us. I'm wondering uh, what your thoughts are on this one. Of course, nobody can predict, Richard, what's going to happen uh, with the oil price. But as we take stock, specifically as South Africans, it's been quite a shock to our system, hasn't it? It has. I mean, um, the, the oil price has actually fallen slightly in the oh. last couple of weeks. I mean, there's nothing good. The, uh, a barrel of Brent crude was was trading at close to ninety four dollars. I think we're now down at eighty three dollars, eighty four dollars. So there is a hopefully that sort of fall provides some sort of respite to us as South Africans. Um, I think most of us were very much aware of the the increase in the price of petrol on Wednesday. Um, but I mean, and it does help in terms of our inflation. The rand is still seems to be on the weak side, even though today it did strengthen a bit compared to yesterday. Um, and any sort of like fall in energy prices will um, like benefit our, our inflation numbers. So yeah, long, long may it last. Let's talk now some company news. Uh, Fortress coming out with an update today. Oh, that share A, share B structure. That's been <laughs> rather complex. Uh, that seems to be coming to an end. Richard, keen to get your thoughts on this and how markets have received this news. I think uh, it's possible that it's all been priced in already. Yes, a very interesting development. Um, so uh, for your viewers who are not aware, uh, Fortress actually lost their REIT status in February because they were unable to pay a 
a distribution because of the complexity of its of memorandum of, of incorporation and the sort of conflict between its two classes of shares, the A's and the B's. Um, and then last night there was an announcement for a proposed scheme of arrangement between the A's and the B's, whereby all of the B shares we bought back in exchange for um, Fortress's entire stake of of Nepi Rock Castle that own about 23% of Nepi Rock Castle. Um, and the outcome of that would be that there would only be a single um, share class being the A's essentially. Um, and also Fortress would be a much more um, focused business in terms of assets being an, mainly an SA uh, focused asset base, basically split between like your rural retail assets and um and logistics and logistics assets so uh, there wasn't much move in the b shares i think a lot of this was sort of priced in already but uh, the a shares did appreciate a little bit uh yes then split close um so yeah i think uh, so not the other benefit is that it also increases the chances of fortress regaining its reach status which i think is attractive to a lot of uh property investors that that stream of distributions very interesting. We'll be watching how that one uh, turns out, Richard. Let's t t touch on Data Tech now. They released uh, also uh, some uh, expectations this week. Can you get your thoughts on that? We don't have many uh, IT listed firms on the JC, but this seems to be uh, one of the better ones. Yes, yeah, so a very strong set. Of, so it was a trading update that was released last night. So a very strong uh, set of results, it seems, like headline earnings per share. Um, for the first half of financial year 2024 was up uh, somewhere between 30 and 40 percent. Um, so a very strong rebound. It does seem that the results in the prior comparative period were a bit on the weak side. Um, but having said that, it's still a very strong recovery. And then I'm keen to get your thoughts on pick and pay. I think for me, this is the big news of the week. Uh, you know, we do see uh, yeah. Sean Summers are coming back. I'm keen to get your thoughts on that. Uh, I saw pick and pay overnight speaking about a relaunch of the ASAP uh, application. I'm wondering if you think that's worth uh, the expenditure at this point. And what will turn uh, pick and pay around? Will they, you know, return it to its glory days, uh, Richard? Oh, hell. <laughs> so look, yes, you're right. Pick and pay is very much in focus at the moment. Um, but I think there's more questions than answers um, currently. Uh, um, the return of um, of Sean Summers, I think we still sort of waiting to see what changes he can bring. Um, I do not, or we do not think that um, the solutions for pick and pay are, there's not going to be a quick fix. I think it's a, it's a, big animal to try and turn around. I think, um, you know, ShopRite and Checkers has has really pulled away from it over the last decade or more, actually. Um, and it's, it's, a, it's a very tough uh, job to take on. Mm. Um, so we are we are very much uh, um, keeping an eye on it, um, but it's not going to be an it's not going to be an easy job and it's not going to be a quick job. It's going to take many a year. Well, I'm keen to get your stock pick in a GIF, uh, Richard, but for now, I'd like us to reflect on counters that have found favor with your industry peers. So I'm going for a growth point. I think the list property space, there's lots of opportunities there at the moment. Uh, now, Paolo has got a, a few of them in the past, you know, stocks like Attack and the Kula, for example. But on growth point, I mean, the stock is down about 50% year to date, which is a big move for a low beta property stock. Um, also, it's trading about a half book value. Uh, we think the valuations is, is relatively conservative, doesn't really necessarily have a big debt issue. And also, if you strip out this African component, because they've got big investments in Australia as well as uh, in Europe and in UK, it really shows that the SA component is trading quite well. And also, the global components valuations are not that expensive. 
right? So overall, I think some of the business is not actually that expensive. And we're starting to see some improvements in office space. I mean, for example, the, we're seeing some improvements in office in seven years in office space. So I think perhaps the bottom is, is closer than people think. Next year, they are actually guiding, of course, for disposable income to go down. That will probably be the low point in our view. So if you start accumulating now, and now some patients, we think it will probably be a decent return over the medium term. Yeah, great minds think alike here with property because uh, my pick is attack. And um, I think, you know, few positive catalysts for attack. I mean, they are obviously operating in the waterfall region. That precinct has is, is got good demand, both residential, office, and uh, industrial. They've also done this recent deal with the GPF where uh, they're buying a portion of their um, waterfall assets. And that uh, is obviously going to be a nice piece of cash flow uh, into the business, which they will use to de-gear the balance sheet. And I mean, I think uh, they're trading at a sort of pretty much 50% discount to their net asset value. So there's a good margin of safety in there. So I think there's a good growth opportunity in that precinct and it's offering you a good valuation. And so I think that's a, it's, a, it's still a good opportunity. So it's Nepi Rock Castle and, and it's a high quality portfolio of dominant assets in the CEE region. It's a portfolio of just under 7 billion euros. Um, if one looks at that market in the CEE, notwithstanding the volatility you had at the beginning of the year, uh, I guess in terms of geopolitical risk, the retail recovery is well underway in those markets, maybe versus the South Africa where there's been pedestrian growth. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for like, NOI, which is a good proxy for profits, is up 15%. Uh, and if, you, if one looks at their retail and mixed-use developments uh, on the selected acquisitions, they're growing quite nicely. I mean, they're opening up new centers. Uh, Promenade Craiova would have opened up today, and that's uh, 64,000 square meter center at 136 million re- euros. Uh, the one thing I, I guess we we worried about the the companies we invested in is mm. the, the, the ability for them to be able to de-gear and also re, the refinance that needs to happen on a, on a three-year basis. If we look at Nepi Rock Castle, there's no big debt maturities that they need to refinance this year. Uh, it's in a very strong strong position in terms of liquidity. Um, if one looks at valuations, I mean our view on that region is that. Their valuations could go up one to two percent. They've taken most of the pain during COVID in terms of the the underlying NAV write down. So their EPRA net income yield is close to seven uh, at a ten percent yield forward yield and a thirty percent discount. It's very attractive, and you'd see in the month of October there would have been a script take up as well, which was mm. which was quite good. All right, Richard, it seems like your industry peers are all in the property sector today. Uh, they've mentioned a growth point, attack, and Nippy Rock Castle. What do you think of some of these counters? Um, yeah, so we, have, um, we really like the investment proposition with, uh, with growth points. I think um, we also have, a, we have an overweight position in growth points. Um, again, it seems um, it's a very interest rate sensitive uh, sector. So if you look at where the South African um, 10-year government bond is sort of sitting or has behaved in the last couple of months. I think investors uh, typically compare um, an investment proposition in a listed REIT with um, government bonds. And as the yields in government bonds have 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 pushed out, so the required return on property has also increased. Um, and hence why I think what we why we think the the property sector hasn't done so well of late. Um, having said that, uh, growth point does is a bit of a bellwether for the for the South African, uh, especially listed property market, um, very diverse um, portfolio. Uh, we think a lot of the pain in terms of office space um, is also, yeah, it's, uh, we think it's behind us now. I'm not sure it can get too much worse. Um, and 
and it's trading on an attractive dividend yield. I think our only concern is in the, in the last set of results was the sort of the indication that the, the distributions would be declining or the guidance was that it would go back by possibly 10 to 15%. Um, but, but we think that the, the discount to the NAV for growth point provides us with a lot of protection going forward. Um, in terms of, in terms of Nepi Rockcastle, and I think Nepi is also a, a very nice little business. Um, we've in the, in the past got an exposure to Nepi Rockcastle through investing in Fortress A and B shares. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a bit different in Eastern Europe compared to here, where I think there's a lot of their leases are indexed. So like they've had a lot of protection from, um, in terms of high inflation rates and uh, coming through into their rentals. Um, it is a, slight concern for me that the that the management has been um asking shareholders to rather take the script dividend i just think it's a, i know it's a form of recapitalizing or protecting the business in terms of retaining cash flows but i think it just speaks to maybe uh the business not being as robust as maybe it could be and hence why it's trading like on a 10 percent dividend yield um but and then just this with this development last night with with the fortress scheme being announced, I think you're going to have a lot of uh, fortress B shareholders now sitting with the uh, Nepi Rockcastle uh, shares. I'm not entirely sure that uh, they are long-term shareholders of Nepi Rockcastle, so there might be some a bit of an overhang in that stock in the short term. Keen to get your stock pick for today, uh, Richard. Which account are you going with? Uh, we're going with Spa for today. We're keeping into the in the, in the retail sector. So Spa and Pick and Pay have both uh, been in the news for all the wrong reasons of late. Um, but our choice with Spa is we think that a lot of their problems are, are behind them. Um, it's a business that's trading on, to our minds, meant to be cyclically low earnings and it seems to be on a very low rating. So that's sort of the sweet spot for us in terms of how we invest, low earnings, low multiples. Um, we think we under, we think we understand why the market doesn't like it. Uh, there, there was some corporate governance concerns in the recent past. Um, but we think, uh, and then also there was uh, an impact on the earnings from a, um, implementation of, of SAP at their case in DC that didn't quite go to plan as, SAP implementations tend to do. Um, but we do think that going forward that the implementation of the other DC should be should be better for the lessons learned in the KZN DC. And also um, they highlighted that they're going to dispose of their operations in Poland. So they've been struggling to get those operations uh, profitable to the levels that they've wanted it. Um, but they have announced that they are going to dispose of it. Um, and then, and then if you look at the other assets, I mean, uh, South African operations, we all are very familiar with. Those are still strong. Um, well, they're still robust rather. And then the Irish business is also robust. So we think that their problems are more surmountable, um, in the, in the nearer term. Um, and then that combined with the valuation that leads us to, to having a, an overweight position in SPA. Well, Richard, it's been a pleasure catching up with you. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a great weekend further. That was your midday update, uh, market update rather, with Richard Corter from Argon Asset Management.